0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, is truthfully, uh, human beings at their peak of existence, when they're at their highest form of evolution, mm-hmm. are, pre- are pretty much God. They have the same type of bodies. They have the same type of life. Uh, their life is really long. Uh, they have a light body. They don't have any, any kind of craving or attachment. They just wander around in bliss all day. Mm. It's like it's very, it's a wonderful experience. But at the same time, you're not questioning things anymore. Yeah. And you've completely lost spirituality i mean there are gods that do have that but that's really rare it's just as rare as human beings that have you know i'm saying like there's a lot of human beings that, that do and then there's a mm-hmm. lot of humans that don't so it's like you know it's not just a, a, a general thing it's really person to person you know so there are gods that are still striving and there are higher god realms than that you know they it gets there's a point, there are gods that are known as, there's, there's three types of uh, generalizations for gods. Desire gods, form gods, and formless gods.
1: Mm. Hello, and welcome to the Nebuchadnezzar. In today's episode, we have the pleasure in speaking with my favorite frequent flyer, Kunga. We love having him on the show, and you can expect some gems to be dropped. In today's episode, we talk about all sorts of things. Collapse of organized religion, Buddhism, being rejected by the church, buying your way into heaven, educated prostitutes, doing life over through reincarnation, plus so much more. I can't even list it. I have to say for me personally, Kunga is a book that you just can't put down. I hope you enjoy him as much as my partner and I do because we love having him on the show. Well, to reach us with your questions or your concerns, you can find us on Instagram at the.nebuchadnezzar.podcast. Or you can reach me, Absolute I Am. Please feel free to give us criticism, pointers, or any other advice. With that said, I really hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to The Nebuchadnezzar. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. And thank you for joining. On the Nebuchadnezzar, my partner and I talk about all realms that touch spirituality. We might chit-chat about other things too, like plant medicine, UFO, aliens, and maybe even a ghost. To our frequent flyers, fasten your seatbelt for another amazing episode. So you never miss an episode. Please add us to your favorite RSS feed, Spotify, or Apple Music. You could reach us on Instagram. At the.nebuchadnezzar.podcast or at Absolute I Am. You can even reach us on TikTok at the Nebuchadnezzar. Well, with that said, thank you for listening and then please enjoy the show. I had some time to watch some TV today and I was watching the, the Chariots of the Gods and um, it was recorded probably sometime in the 70s. Because it looked really old, even on my TV. It looked bearable. But, you know, talking about the pyramids and aliens visiting. and And I had a thought in my head. I was thinking, if things were so fucking badass back then, like, magical shit was happening. Like, why isn't it not happening now? Like, again. Like, why did it stop? Why did the party stop all of a sudden? You know what I'm saying? Like, why can't we see UFOs? Why can't we see you know, all this magic that they talk about. So, and then I started thinking more and I started thinking that the stuff that they had said is just fake, is just to keep you, I don't know, hardly entertained. I don't know.
2: Well, I mean, if you think about the shit that, you know, the cartoons and stuff like, like the Jetsons, like when they would put a pill into like this machine and a whole turkey come out.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I remember that cartoon. And like
2: the microwave and Hey! Hey, but, Kunga! Who's that? I know Kunga that guy.
0: My door. It's a friend of me because I'm at war with the enemy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? I like that energy. I love it.
2: Let's go. Uh,
3: Smith
1: and did he say Smith and Wesson?
3: He
2: did say Smith and Wesson.
1: Recording, get out of here. Anyway, but yeah, so that's what I was thinking about earlier. You know, I was just thinking about how weird that is not happening right now. so but then I, I was uh. the I mean, difference?
2: It, are we just not seeing it? You know, are we just not freaking seeing it? You know? Are you here? Yeah,
3: you know, yeah, I hear had, you. Do you
2: think I can't, you can't see, think see that you? They knew. You yes, think that they knew what they were looking at at nah. that time? No. Nah. like they probably was saying the same thing we were saying about the people before them. And this is, you know and this is
1: what I was thinking. I said maybe those people who visit us in the past were us from the future. You gonna try to say maybe they like that? For so far in the future, like like thousands of years in the future, helping the past because I think time travel could be possible you know, or the universe is too massive. You know, there has to be a way to go back in time in the universe somewhere.
0: Or maybe like a, go ahead. Sunstreak?
1: No.
2: Are you afraid of no ghosts? You ever hear of uh, remote viewing? That's what we're doing right now.
1: (laughs) I was going to say that.
2: Uh, The the
0: United States government had a, had a, a program going on from like 1950 to 1985. Mm-hmm. The remote viewing where they would uh, have people literally use their mind, psychically look and, and spy on like Russia, China. But they were also able to successfully go into the past and the future. And they were able to actually look at Mars. Mm. They had one guy look at, they gave him coordinates for Mars. And he looked at, he looked, they didn't tell him it was Mars. And they told him to go back like millions of years. And he, uh, he saw an entire civilization there.
3: Yeah. Each
2: deep, sound cheap. We mean no harm to your planet. We mean no harm to your planet, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. 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 Welcome to the Never Kanessa Podcast, man. I am one half your host, the Dirt Dog, aka the Dirty Dog Man, aka the Phantom of the Chakra, aka at your oh. service, alongside with my man, my mellow, my partner, my brother, my intergalactic brother.
1: Dessert. The noise you hear right now is coming from Absolute I Am, and I'm so happy that everyone is here listening again. I'm happy that we have Kunga here chilling with us, dropping oh bombs on us today. Jama, um, jama, jama,
2: jama, mm. jama, jama, jama,
0: If you don't that know used that, to be, that is, that's that be uh, to uh, the uh,
2: Police Academy. Yes, there, it is. Yes, it guys. is. Yama, 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 Yama. That used to be like your AOL name, right, Kunga? It well, was
3: no, like that, yama but something.
0: It, it still is. It's my. It's also my. Uh, my. 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 My email now, but Yama is uh, is a uh, is Sanskrit, and it, it's it literally translates. It's full. The full is Yamaraja, which means the Lord of Death.
2: Ooh. I'm scared of you, buddy. <laughs> Jesus. Wow, your, your, your t-shirt magically turned into a hoodie just now. Let's see what you got on there. Ta-da. What is that? That's Kakashi, Kakashi from uh, Naruto. He's a oh, ninja. Oh, yeah, I know him. That's the guy that just snitched on everybody. It's Akashi 6 <laughs> No, oh, 9 No, Fuck I'm that sorry. guy. <laughs> I would never wear that guy
0: on my chest. I might wipe my ass with his face. That's
2: about it. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. We're in for a treat, man. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Kunga in the building, man. We love talking to this fella.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, and we were talking about life in Mars. Um, I also heard there was life on Venus as well, too, like these planets.
2: Yeah. More importantly, hey, Hey, Kunga. I'm sorry, Kunga. I also heard there's life in Uranus. Is that true? Yes, there is. There's like millions of microbes.
3: (laughs) You guys
1: are funny. (laughs) You caught me there for a second. I go there
2: often. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Don't shake my right hand.
0: (laughs) Use your right hand. That's good. That'll piss off the Muslims.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna be one of those days.
3: (laughs) Uh, I don't have to go, say man. that
1: I love that that tapestry behind you. It's oh, really Eric? really cool. Yeah yeah, I love that. He's meditating, right?
0: Yeah that's yeah that's Naruto.
1: Oh okay, the cartoon, right it. Yeah
0: yeah, if you ever if you've never watched that, you should definitely watch it at some point. It's you fucking, a grown yeah.
2: ass man, my nigga.
1: I'm sure no, he has a reason why.
0: It's an, it's an adult cartoon. It's not it's not for kids. There's such thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah yeah, there's such
0: thing. You never. Okay. You never watched uh, South Park?
3: <laughs>
2: oh, my you're God. Santa Claus is, you're telling me wrestling is fake?
0: <laughs> Santa Claus is not
2: real?
1: Yo, no. I was... I it's, was... Only, it's
2: as real as politics. Let's put it that way. Okay. okay. That's dope. That's dope. That would be uh, under the anime, right? The Japanese anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and actually a manga. A manga is a, a Japanese like
0: comic. It's like a, uh, it's a an animated book. Mm. So it's a yeah. lot of art. Art is amazing.
3: these Yeah, really.
2: yeah. Gotta check that out.
1: I thought you were gonna say it because it had a spiritual twist to it. Like even oh, watch. Does. Okay. Well,
0: the show does. The show is really deep. It's are you familiar?
1: Deep. Are you familiar with Rick and Morty? Oh,
0: I love Rick and Morty.
1: That's another show. I feel like Rick That's is definitely true. he's woke. Like he's a super spiritual person, and people don't know that about
3: him.
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, there's, not, there's not a real big difference between science and spirituality it, mm-hmm. i mean in, in the western culture there is there has become that because they've tried to like denounce the spiritual aspects of it but the original scientists if you go back and like they were all practicing like magic and they were into like the occult and they were into spirituality and they questioned things but you know that the questioning died in this in this culture because you know they became dejected and materialistic and they everything was from that perspective so and I think that's really the Catholic Church fault because they kind of like traumatized so many people for so many centuries that people decided just to reject spirituality altogether because because of Catholicism
1: because you can't control them
0: right well you know it's like they they really they they, they took advantage of people and then they killed people and they they really made people's lives miserable you know in the name of jesus so it's like amen why wouldn't people fucking? why wouldn't there be atheists now like why wouldn't people why wouldn't the illuminati come out of nowhere and do what they're doing i mean these are all people that were historically fucked by the by the catholic church you know that have been taken advantage of and lied to so only natural that you know the extreme the other extreme is going to manifest and it's going to like try to destroy it so it's like it's that constant you know it's
2: extremism, you know, it's like one extreme. So what, was, so what would you say? You think that's a fairly new concept? Well, not a concept, but more like a, a fairly new reaction. Do you think like, uh, like, probably like if we could go back, like maybe pinpoint it back to the 50s, uh, maybe that's when that started or you think it's before that? Because I can tell you this, what, uh, the, even uh, with me 18th... in, in regards to the Catholic Church. Oh, no, I started um, in the 1700s. You know, no, just but a, I'm talking about the way people are um, have not responded well to the teachings or to the Yeah, to the, uh, started, that whole movement started with the, what was called the Age of Enlightenment.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's where the Illuminati came in. The Illuminati came where the Illuminati, Illuminati was formed in 1776, same year this country was. Formed.
1: You know, I, I what I feel and. I know that some of Zana like what I'm gonna say, but I feel like religion is gonna collapse in the next twenty five years.
3: Oh yeah. Or it's less. Not it's, it, not it's not.
1: already on its last legs and you know, with all due respect whoever's
0: listening. Yeah. Organized religion. Organized religion. Well, organized religion is gonna fall apart. It's it's you already know? it's already beginning to. And it has been for a long time. That's why they have to keep reviving themselves. Why do you think after the catholic church so many other churches pops up like you know yeah, yeah. and and jehovah witnesses and yeah, they,
1: they got to keep keeping the, the the faith alive too so to yeah, speak yeah, yeah. you know
0: they gotta keep the manipulation alive you that's, know? that's true because really, you know, there's always somebody that wants to manipulate somebody and christianity is a great way to do it i mean yeah. it's pretty easy to manipulate you know
1: it is it is you had sent me on the text message a picture of a diagram of some sort and this diagram I, even after our conversation, when you sent it to me, we were talking about this diagram of, I guess, the, the beginning of religion, right? Is that right to say?
3: It's, yeah, the beginning
1: of Western religion. Yes, and it was freaking fascinating. I was just like, and the, the fonts were small, so there was so much information in that one piece of sheet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the reason I said that religion is going to just collapse because I could see down the line, Oh, you know, there it goes right there. Yeah, yeah, there, you got it. You got it. And you can see, if you go down there, how things existed before us. How is it now? Where is going? Where it went? It's, it became a corporation. Like, cor- corporations all fail. They all, like, collapse on each other. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I feel like religion is just going to, that's it. Like, you, you can't. The, church, the first corporation. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's scary because, you know, I don't like to question things because in some religions, you're not allowed to question
0: things. But you should question things. Though. I, they, they should. Exactly. And, and they I should. Think that's and the, what the Buddha said when he talked to his students. He said, treat my teaching the way, to, the way a goldsmith treats gold. He said, when you, give, when you bring gold to a goldsmith, he doesn't just believe that it's gold. He tests it and, and makes sure that it's actually gold. Yeah. And once he tests it and he realizes it's gold, he doesn't stop there. He purifies it. And he, he takes it and he turns it into something in the mm-hmm. same way he said take my teaching and treat it like that make it your truth yeah because you have to question it and break it down and make sure that it really works before you accept it and that's how you should be with everything in life everything mm. you question and if somebody tells you not to question something be suspicious you know that's the whole thing and like don't question god don't that you know like god works in mysterious ways that sounds like some shit like you know some fucking rapist would tell you like oh it's mysterious you know (laughs) i raped you but you know like just go along with it (laughs) yeah yeah and and that's where i
1: separate myself because i don't really feel comfortable to be praising one person or, or or remembering some scriptures from one bible and songs and clapping my hands and everything i'm all for vibration and frequency but i just can't mess with that i'd rather go within you know like the answer is in me the kingdom of god is in me you know i'm have a little bit of god inside of me Mm -hmm. i believe me more than i believe everybody else
0: that's what that's happening but there's you know there's remember there's also there's a very long there's a very uh there's different types of people there are people who are just purely faith followers they don't want yeah. to think about anything. They don't want to question anything. They're not really at that part of their existence yet where they're actually really trying to figure things out. Then there's truth seekers, people who want to know the truth. You know what I mean? And then there's even above that, there's the other other types of spiritual beings that have already gained some understanding and now they're just benefiting other people. You know what I mean? So it's like there's different, there's different modes of existence and different mm-hmm. different aptitudes that uh spiritually that people are at. And I mean I personally, like, I have no problem with any of the religions as far as, in in and of themselves, the people. But I always and will always question their philosophies. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't have anything against a Muslim or a Christian or a Jew or a Hindu or whatever you want to call it. But I, and I do study all of their texts. I don't just, like, disregard it like, oh, it's just total bullshit. I study it. I try to understand it. I question it. And I try to figure it out. You know what i mean because it's like a puzzle yeah you know? most people just take it for what it is and that's it and they just run with it you know and that's yeah, that, yeah. where they're you know what if that this is the, something that was you know, we have to like really like consider is like if it's really helping somebody if it's keeping them from being a total degenerate i think that's a good thing you know what i mean because you I know agree. what people, human beings left on their own do stupid shit. <laughs> 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 it's just like well. With, with no guidance, they'll eat. They'll eat their own shit. They'll, you know, you know, they do dumb shit.
3: You know, like.
1: <laughs> Look, I, whatever religion you are, I love you. You know, as long as your religion keeps you a good person,
3: yeah,
0: you know, I ain't got no problem. We don't got no that's beef it. at all. And
1: so, oh, it's, we, that's it. We,
0: as not people that are involved in that, should, we should, being that we're not in it, we can take it upon ourselves to try to figure it out from our own perspective. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like. There's nothing wrong with questioning someone's someone's philosophy or, yeah. or 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 cosmology or any of that. Like, that's our that's our our thing. Like, we can do that. We're, we're more on the truth seeker type of mentality where we're trying to figure things out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't think that's disrespectful to them. I think it's disrespectful to attack them with the things that you you think about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's not right. You shouldn't do that to anybody.
1: Nah. You no, know? my 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 faith is my faith. Your faith is your faith. You know, as long as you're a good person.
2: Yep, as as long as it, you know, in in regards to organized religion, I just feel like if it leads you to love and compassion, then it's a good thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember when I was a kid, I was in the Catholic church, right? And you did your communion, your confirmation. And once you did your confirmation, you essentially graduated from church. You would just have to go back for Easter and Christmas. Get married. And that was it. I never understood anything they were saying uh it was almost uh, you know the, the 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 message was delivered and and from what i understand at that time to be what i understood at that time to be almost a different language i didn't understand even what they were saying you they know it was being sung in a way it was like chanting and just weird you know oh you you know all this you know mm-hmm. things that, mm-hmm. that i just wasn't prepared for and i don't know if um i i don't even think my 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 my, my guardians understood what was going on with that, you know, it was just something that we had to do because this is what we have to do. Yeah. And um, say again? Tradition. Yeah. Tradition. Yes. Excuse, you it's, know? It's, it's,
1: yes. it's, it's ingrained in your whole upbringing, you know? It's just everyone got to go to church
2: on Sunday. Yep. We yeah. all got to go, praise the God. I didn't go every Sunday. Like I said, I did my communion. Yeah. My, once I did my confirmation, I essentially received my PhD. And then I would just go back to visit for Christmas and Easter. And then I was probably 15, as 14 at the time, and I thought I can make my own decisions. And I just just got totally disinvolved with that and went about my my journey.
1: You know, I I did the same thing with my kids, but I let them. Was it a communion is first, right? The communion.
2: Yes. The communion. All right. So well, they the baptismal is first. All right. Yeah, we did and, that. And here, Go ahead, right? go ahead. Commun- I think it's the baptismal, the communion, and the confirmation. Mm-hmm. Here's what really turned me off about organized religion. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when my children were born, um, I think I shared the story. Anyway, don't matter. Yeah, tell it. Tell, tell it. the story. All right, cool. I mean, let me tell you This sh- this is some deep shit, right? So, my kids were born. I have two children who are 14 months apart. And based on the tradition, i went to a family member and i said listen i would like to get the kids dedicated to the lord and this mm-hmm. was a uh, a born-again christian uh, uh faith-based organized religion and uh the 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 pastor the spiritual leader at that church knew knew me yeah. um knew of me knew my family and he told one of my parents that he wouldn't be able to, to dedicate my kids to the Lord because I was not a member of the church yeah. and that threw me and, and it put me in a really bad place because I, I immediately said to myself, the God that I know would never turn anybody away. Mm. I said the God that I know I could have been Lucifer himself bringing my children to, to God. And he would have took my children and dedicated them and cleansed them and purified and That really bothered me. And it left a really sour taste in my mouth that I I bought my children. And because I am not an active member of the church, you will not dedicate my children to the Lord. And I felt that that was really, really fucked up. And that turned me off with religion. (laughs) And this is in my 20s. You know
0: what that sounds like to me, though? That sounds to me like... Uh, it's a monetary thing like it's like you haven't given us enough money
3: mm, us way in. Yeah. And I mean,
0: honestly this is a typical tradition in the christian religion and i mean some people may get upset to be saying this but you go back to the catholic church they used to charge people to get into heaven
2: did you know that no, no. that's crazy can you can you, you, can you bring your uh, can you bring your computer closer because i can't really your audio is a little bit. How about you now? That? So yeah, that's, better. that's I, better.
0: How do I look? Am I all, am I all right? I can't see. You me. look fantastic. You look
2: hey, listen, makeup. Listen, go go take care, of Kunga. Mm-hmm. Right, hold on, we got the. Uh, yep. A okay, <laughs> <yeah>, little harder. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So so yeah, back to the story, right, Kunga? Uh, yeah, i I'm, I'm, I'm just wanna. I just interrupted you. So okay. I went to get my kids dedicated to the Lord, and I was turned away because the uh spiritual leader of the church said i wasn't an active member therefore he refused to dedicate my children to the lord and you just said that we used the people used to have to pay to get to heaven
0: yeah that was a thing in the catholic church they payment you could pay a certain amount of money and people were sending money to the catholic church from all over the world when they were doing this so you can imagine the amount of money that that organization has at this point because they've been doing that for a thousand years all right, They own so much land in the world. They're one of the biggest landowners in the world, other than like McDonald's corporation. You <laughs> know, they own a lot of shit. They own a lot of shit, you know? And I mean, that's that's not that's not cool as far as I'm concerned. Like, I don't nah. think that, that that's, you're taking advantage of people and you're not even being honest. Like, they, I don't even think when, I don't even think these people, honestly, especially the Catholic church, like, I mean, these, the historically, they they were doing shady shit behind closed doors and they always have that i mean even now you mm-hmm. see all these people are molesting people and that's nothing new either that's been going on for a thousand years you know like and then not to mention like some of the biggest popes that were known were writing magic manuals on magic all right what are, are you ever are you ever hear of a or more no when well, he sounds familiar all right so like see can you see that yeah all right that's the word so uh Remores are basically manuals on magic. Now, the Catholic Church was on a huge, uh, you know, they went around burning people for ma- for using magic. Mm-hmm. They burned a hun- hundreds of thousands of women in Europe, were burned. They, they blamed them for the plague. And they burned them all, so there was witchcraft. Damn God, witches. You know, but meanwhile, what they were really doing is they were, ber- they were burning an entire... Uh, uh, civilization of women that were practicing spiritual spirituality mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of medicine because they they understand plants and they understood uh they understood, so they work with a lot of herbs right yeah herbs yeah. all that stuff you know what they, I mean? were, they did all that. they were doing the same thing they were practicing shamanism yeah and the thing is is that uh even like if you go into italy like one of the things in Italy is uh women had three choices in Italy: they could either become a nun and learn how to read, but the only thing they could ever read was the Bible. They could get married, never get an, never get an education, never be able to step foot into a library, or they could become a courtesan, which is basically a prostitute, and they got free entry into the into the libraries and they could read and study and have, have the same education as a man
1: that's fucking crazy earned all of those women. Oh, that's crazy yeah so you got to give it up to get some knowledge yeah that's crazy
3: yeah it was a it
0: was a it was a it, you know the courtesan was a very high member of society at that time women yeah. those were very very they they were very intelligent women you know and they were it wasn't like how we look at it like the way prostitutes are now or yeah like the these women got paid to be in your life and basically were like entertainers and they were uh philosophers and like they, they could have they could go par to par with anybody in the, in the society mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. car, right. you,
1: you know, know you, were, you, you you talked about people paying their way to go to heaven they must have been so messed up when they found out you didn't have to pay to go to heaven you're going there anyway yeah
0: look i mean the thing is is like heaven is more than anything is a state of mind Mm-hmm. And if your mind, if your mind isn't there, it doesn't matter how much you pay or how much you praise or how much you do anything. Like if your mind is somewhere else, mm-hmm. if it's, in, if it's in an animal, if you're, a, if you're an animal, you're not going into heaven because heaven is a, a higher state of consciousness. Yes. It, isn't a, it isn't a place you go. It's a state of mind that you actually create. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so it's like that has to be done through a lot of discipline yeah a lot of them. i mean even this realm that we're in right now is humans like we take this for granted but we don't realize this is a realm where this is a specific state of mind that we mm-hmm. we're not cockroaches you know what i mean we could be a lot of co- there's a lot of cockroaches so somebody has to be being born as them you know like that's a that's a thing like you could be a cockroach you know and i don't think people take that into consideration either because like <laughs> you're you're not guaranteed to go a specific place after death you could be get born as any of the multitudes of different life forms that there are depending yeah. on your mind and where you're at you,
1: know? do you think do you think you have a choice to be that person like i said you die you come back and you chose to be a raccoon no you think that was something that you chose no. on your own
0: no it's more i mean it's only in the sense of if you perpetuate a specific mind state okay then that mind state, when you take, when you die, your mind, where your mind is at, is the type of body that you... You okay. know what I'm mean? saying? So okay. if your mind is like an animal, you, I mean, yeah. you have control over what kind of animal.
1: What would be an animal? Like someone who's just uh, selfish? Uh,
0: the animal realm is said it's uh, habitual tendencies. So addiction and things like that. Mm. Like uh, drug addicts, when they die, generally yeah. go to the animal. Right? Wow. Their mind is so habituated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instinctual. That there's no higher questioning or knowledge or awareness going on. Yeah. So it's purely just put your head down and run straight forward into whatever, you know, and there's no, there's no thought whatsoever. And then there's like the hungry ghost realm or the, what they call the starving spirit realm. That's purely greed and having a poverty-stricken mentality. In other words, never feeling like you have enough, never being content, mm. always always grasping, always, str- and I mean, greediness comes along with, you know, st- stinginess and, and jealousy, like all these things, you know, like uh, they're all kind of like feed off of each other. But when your mind's purely in a state of greed, it's the, the starving spirit is one of the main like depictions of it is a very large being with a very big head, very small neck, very small mouth, right? And whatever they put in their mouth bursts into flames, uh. right? they find something they think that's pleasant it turns into piss and shit you know what i mean like so this is the this is the metaphor for greed in the sense that no matter how much you get it only causes you to want more it only causes you more suffering in in the end as opposed to being content with it you're consistently wanting you never you're never full you're always hungry for more and that's how you end up being born you know you end up taking the birth in this, this realm where and then you know, these are generalizations. Like if you look at animals, like you have my cat here who lives a life of luxury, right? Yeah. You have another cat and another in Vietnam being skinned, boiled, and skinned right now for food. Wow. So I mean, and there's so many. Look, we have a war going on against insects. We we have millions and trillions of dollars into killing insects. So you know, like there's different levels of karma too. Like it, there's nothing's like it's very complex because you could do a lot of good things all your life as a drug addict
3: mm-hmm. and be
0: very kind and compassionate but because your mind is so habituated when you take birth you're taking birth as an atom you know what I mean and it's not like this is being done to them we're doing it to ourselves it's like chemistry if you put two different elements together they create they create a reaction in mm-hmm. the same way if you do certain things if you say certain things you think certain ways and you perpetuate that in a habitual way you're going to take birth in whatever state of mind you produced out of that like there's no it's like it's just the way it goes you don't really have you don't so in that sense you don't have control over it as far as like when you die if you say you want to go somewhere it's really not up to you it's like once you get on a train you're like i'm going to australia but you're really going to new york city it doesn't matter where you say you're gonna you want to go you could wish you want to be there but you're still going to new york city you're on that train you know so it's the same way you're on your whatever whatever way you perpetuate yourself it's like karma is like wind it pushes you in a certain direction
3: Yeah, so yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. it's pushing you're you're building up a momentum you know what i mean like it's very dynamic so mm-hmm. like and just it's very complex we're always doing whenever nobody's really purely good or bad so we're constantly doing all these different things so we're like creating the snowball insanity <laughs> like that's just going to perpetuate some type of
1: life form you know you know it's it, it, it's funny that we talked about it because you know i always feel like when you expire you know you retired this spacesuit that you have on. That there is only only one place to go, you know. And everyone talks about it. They talk about the light. You know, they see the light. They see the light. And some people don't go to the light. I like to believe that those people are ghosts. Like they're too scared. They're too frightened to go into the light because they're not ready for it. And they get lost for a while. But then yeah. you have people that go. That you have people that go to the light. And I think I was telling my partner dirty the other day that, you know, some people have these, what do you call These NDEs, near-death experiences. Mm -hmm. And they talk about visiting someplace very beautiful, very nice. It was very bright. And um, the nurses or the doctors, they brought the person back. And the person was like, yo, what the hell are you doing? Why you brought me back? Like he was prepared to die. Like he was ready to die because it was so he felt no pain, you know, it was warm and he just loved it. But I found it funny how you say, yo, well, you brought me back. You know, I I wanted to die right then and there, you know, it was crazy.
2: That's that's powerful. That's powerful music right there, man. Imagine that, that, that I think is what was uh, similar to what we were discussing um, a few episodes back with the uh, Mushroom um, episode where, uh, you know, we were discussing like hell and, and I feel like if that person at that moment in time felt like they were okay mm. with what was happening,
1: the experience, and, the mushroom experience.
2: Right. It, it, but, it, but in regards to the person who yeah. who was uh, being revived by a medical professional, mm-hmm. uh, stating, why did I come back? Um, I think that was a good sign that that person was on track. Yeah. With what. He, his purpose was in life, and that when it's that time to uh, make your your exit, exit. from here, yeah. to be okay with that happening and leaving all of this behind.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I and think
2: when he said when, when he said that, I was I was blown away. I was like, man, that's powerful shit.
1: You know, I think when you do go here, you go somewhere and you you get to review your life. Like what my my partner said the other day on episode three. Is that episode three? No, episode. Four. For the Alpha Omega, how his life was just like zooming by, like on both sides, he had like his whole time capsule. I think you Shout have to... That's a Big job One. Yeah, Big job One. Um, I think you have to go through that process and look at those tapes and see how you feel. Do you deserve to go back, go to heaven, stay here? You know what I'm saying? Like that's a decision that you have to make. And you're okay making, you know what I'm saying? You're okay with making that because maybe you want to come back and you want to do it better you know you feel like you could do something great this time being somewhere else some maybe other planet I don't know
2: well I think um, the key man. is to, to take this information uh, that we're transmitting to, to each other yeah. and you know, <clears throat> processing our, our, our life now and making those adjustments now yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I don't want to wait until I am there to say hey man I should have corrected that when I have the opportunity now uh, to reflect on things that aren't beneficial to me now or things that I could improve. And, you know, look, I am by far <laughs> the person to talk to about knowing what he should be doing and not doing it.
3: Mm-hmm. You know
2: what I mean? But it's really interesting, um, you know, to be able to, to if, if this in fact is true, what you're saying, mm-hmm. if in fact we go, when we expire to... a a review board and Mm -hmm. review our life and see the decisions that we did or didn't make and how they would have changed the course of our life. Yeah. Right. And everyone's, you know, you hear people say uh, all the time, uh, if I can do it again, I I wouldn't do anything differently. That's a really good answer until you're, you're reviewing the tape and because you went left and didn't go right you know you, you had a hard time for the rest of your time here yeah i don't know if i would be able to say that you know if i had a chance to do it again there's a lot of things i would love to correct correct about myself and i think that's what's important every time that we open our eyes every morning you know it's an opportunity for us to try to get it right yeah you know it's an opportunity for us to try to get it right i heard a very good uh, a podcast i think i sent it to you I'll send it to you, Kumba. I think I sent it to you. Oh, this was a long time ago nah. uh, before this even manifested. But this, this dude's philosophy was imagine that we had to fight a clone of ourselves every day at midnight. And the only way to defeat this clone was to be one 100th one of a percent better than we were yesterday in order to survive.
3: Mm. Mm. So
2: every night you have a clone that's going to come and fight you to the death. And the only way to, to, to defeat your clone that evening, what time is it now? 9.16. 10, 11, carry the H. It was 45. Times the uh, B. Any, anyway, you know, <laughs> I graduated when I was 24 from high school. Don't tell nobody. But imagine at 12 p.m. every night, you have a clone of yourself coming into your house, ready to fight you to the death. And the only way to defeat it, the only way to survive is to be one one hundredth of a percent better than you were at eleven fifty nine the day before, man.
1: Mm. I love that. I love that. And, you know, you were talking about just uh, judging to see where you fit in, where you're going to go. Um, you are the judge. You know, Judgment Day is just you. You're the one that's the judge. you're you're going over your own life and then you're going to feel pulled towards, you know, the good, heaven or whatever heaven is or you're going to just come back and be stuck on misery, I guess, right? Like, if you're not happy with what you did, you just kind of be down, I guess. I don't know. These are just my theories about things, yo.
0: Well, it's hard to say. Yeah. There's so many different factors. One of the the ideas in in, the buddhism is the idea of what they call the bardo
3: mm-hmm.
0: bardo basically means in between state mm. so like there's different types of bardos there's like the bardo of, of birth and death that's what we're in right now so we're in the in-between state between birth and death that's where we reside right now
3: mm-hmm. and when we
0: die we go into the bardo of death and life or death and rebirth so within that time which is usually anywhere from it's it, indeterminate i mean most people spend like seven or a week or so in there like our, our time but some people could spend up to 49 days there some people could even end up getting stuck in there for a long time they just hmm. don't know how to work it out so i mean like there's all that's very rare though generally people are so we we crave existence to the point where we're like we're addicted to being alive that we're gonna take birth pretty quickly you know that's how it goes because we're we want to come back you know that's a, that's the general thing like we want to we we want to reunite this experience even if it's miserable which is amazing but we still we still crave it to some to some extent so like that that kind of uh, that needs to be worked out in some sense because the stronger your craving is the more suffering there, there is behind that you know mm-hmm. like craving isn't really like a pleasurable thing you know you think about it like there's a lot of um, states of mind that we we harbor and we hold on to that really are very unhealthy
2: for us. You know, is that? Br- the, are you suggesting that this this craving of existence is similar to the to the picture you just painted in regards to the depiction of greed and stuff like that? With the, the but that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah,
0: very similar. It is. You know, that it's a it's a much more general state of craving, but yeah, it's a big part of it. You know, that. That really, and I mean, it, it translates into our life. That's where we're born, because then that's when we 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 are led. We're we're really we're led by our lower our lower chakras, you know, the, the stomach, The survival the ones. Yeah, yeah, the stomach and the balls are the ones that lead. we 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 our whole life is revolves around these these two areas of our body, and there's still we completely neglect our heart, our voice, and our body. You know what I mean? So it's like we're not really like thinking about a higher state of mind, the higher state of existence that, that exists within us as well. You know, if, we, if we're here, if we're in our heart, then craving doesn't have a place in, in, in that. You know, mm-hmm. we're coming from a, a much deeper place because this is the this is the center in any religion, in any spiritual thought, in any spiritual, any anytime anyone brings anything into existence that has anything to do with any type of questioning or higher understanding, The heart is always the center of that Mm -hmm. there's a that's there's a reason for that you know it's it's not a coincidence it's not a it's it there's real power there you know that's that's the the that's why you know the heart
1: you know there's intelligence there yeah that's that's the second brain you know that's
3: the mind
0: that's
1: that's the thing that follows you probably through the afterlife you know that's where everything is sourced into like a plug i guess
0: you know well, that's what they call the mind. that's what mind is like in buddhism this is mind this is speech this is body we always think the brain is the mind and it's not no. the heart is the mind mm-hmm. and that's what we don't realize you know they're, they're, and then they get stuck in this and this is just purely physical you know what yeah. i mean this part of our body is purely physical you know like it really just deals with the physical nature of things which is important to understand to really get understanding that but at the same time you can't be Completely led by that, because that's that that's when you become you know this is where logic you know in and, and yeah. the crown
1: the crown chakra they call it right
0: that that whole area is all that's where arrogance comes from <clears throat> you know and pride you know that's the that's the that's a huge problem too and that's like that's the god realm though that's a whole another thing like all the gods they're completely plagued by pride and arrogance and the, the biggest form of suffering for them is when they die you know because after billions and trillions of years of being alive they finally die and it blows their mind because they didn't think they were going to die and all the other gods move away from them they they, they completely avoid them because they don't want to be anywhere near that that whole idea of death at all like they don't even they never think about death or dying they think they've been alive forever 'Cause they don't can't remember anything before the time they were alive. So they literally perceive that, that they've always been. And when they die it's they say it's more psychologically damaging to die as a god than to be in hell for an eon.
2: Uh, I'll be at the bottle.
0: Because when you die as a god, you can see where you're going next. So even if you take birth as a king in the human realm, it's nothing compared to being a god.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's extremely
1: how, how, Do you think someone can get there do their evolution? Like, you know, we went, you said that uh, we survive, we use the survival chakras, the root, the solar plexus, and the heart chakra, right? Like, what is after that? Like, if we start accessing the voice and the mind and, you know, the crown chakra, could we be a superhero? Could you be? know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> can I be a god?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, is truthfully, uh, human beings at their peak of existence, when they're at their highest form of evolution, mm-hmm. are pre- are pretty much God. They're, they have the same type of bodies. They have the same type of life. Uh, their life is extremely too long. Uh, they have a light body. They don't have any any kind of craving or attachment. They just wander around in bliss all day. Mm-hmm. It's, like it's very, it's a wonderful experience. But at the same time, you're not questioning things anymore and yeah. you've completely lost spirituality i mean there are gods that do have that but that's really rare it's just as rare as human beings that have it. you know i'm saying like there's a lot of human beings that, that do and then there's a mm-hmm. lot of humans that don't so it's like you know it's not just a, a, a general thing it's really person to person you know so there are gods that are still striving and there are higher god realms than that you know they, they, it gets there's a point there are gods that are known as there's there's three types of uh, generalizations for gods: desire gods, form gods, and formless gods. Mm-hmm. Desire, desire realm gods are gods that we're generally like we're interacting with. They're the ones that are always fighting each other, and you know, the, being jealous and you know all that shit, all the shit, all the petty shit that you shouldn't be if you're a higher being at all. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're still very close to being like us. The the
2: form realm gods are on a con- they passed with a sixty five they they don't even they don't even think about us from Kunga managers it's, it's it's i haven't spoke to you in a while man it's, it's such a pleasure to see you uh, <laughs> uh, under these circumstances we we talk very often the past couple of weeks um, i've been uh consumed with other things going on and um i really love these talks cuz i've had hundreds of them and um i'm glad that Kunga uh, is um able to make some time for us and really uh, just get loose with it and just, uh, you know, share um, <clears throat> share his thoughts because I think they're very important. I've, I've learned a lot from Kunga the past 40 years. And, um, you know, I'm glad that we're here able to share this and and, and put it in a time capsule and and capture this. So, Kuzo, um, I love you, brother. Um, love you too. I really do, man. I really appreciate your thoughts. Um, you too, uh, brother. Absolutely, absolutely. Is, is so, shit.
0: are you related to me? Who? You. Oh, me. I already know Ray is. No, not you. I mean,
3: uh, his last oh, name uh, is famous. Is he yeah,
1: related?
0: Yeah, yeah. To, is he related to?
1: Jeff? No, no. I'm just happy to have the same last name.
0: Well, there's got to be a connection
2: there. <laughs> could be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be. We gotta, we gotta dig deep. Yeah. It probably is. It probably is. Um. You know, definitely when I first met Absolute, it was um, it was very familiar. Um, I didn't feel weird. Me either. Um, I'm I'm normally <laughs> leery of strangers. It's funny our wives put us together, which is strange. And I think they were saying, well, you know, I don't know my husband. I think my husband might like yeah, your husband, but I don't know. My husband really don't really like nobody. And you know, and we actually were going to a concert. Uh to see uh Jay Z and uh Mary uh, J and Mary J Blige. Oh, she, yeah, that was dope. The,
3: the Illuminati, club. <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah, Illuminati
2: yeah. club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Illuminati club, yeah. So uh I, we, we smoked some some pot on yeah. the way to Madison Square Garden in the street. We
1: took the west side and, and we walked all the you know, way to the high west high side. As
2: fuck. <laughs> and this dude had sunglasses on. I said, Oh I'm so hating i had some beautiful I think they were Gucci. They were green, yeah. Like, yeah. Teal green I, flash. It.
1: Yeah, I, I planned my day ahead. I was like, all right, I'm going to meet this guy, you know, whatever, whatever. I have this. I'll offer it, you know, as the seal of the deal of him being my friend. Because <laughs> that yeah, was the we, first day I met you. I was like,
2: yeah, this yeah, guy's cool. we connected through uh, the through plant-based.
1: Plant-based medicine, see? Bringing people together forever. Yeah, um, man, it was dope.
0: Oh, yeah. I made a crimp in the blood smoke That's what? dope. Yeah, it was great. Down at the Hudson River in Poughkeepsie. Nice. And they were both mm. sitting there and they were both looking at me and I was like, yo, we're going to smoke this blunt. They're like, yo, the only reason we're doing this is because of you. I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's
2: what's up. That's definitely what's up. It's amazing the power we have, man. You know, especially uh, you know, just based on our walk, man. Our walk, our talk, you know.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, I always like to um, talk a lot I think I talk a lot. Um, I just get a little nervous when the cameras on and the and the, and the recording is on. <laughs> I feel like I don't talk enough because I love to fucking talk, yo. But um, <laughs> you know how I get. I'm like Kunga, yo. I start going off. I get excited nah, I and everything. It. I love it. I get <laughs> you know, make, I get all nervous. <laughs> yeah, but um, Roger. I think um, what do you want to do,
2: thirty? I don't know. You you think it's time? To- just, whatever uh, you want you're like you're you like you about to go to sleep look at you no no i am <laughs> up, brother. i actually today was a good day um this is going to be off topic but whatever um all right it was uh we got up and we um we had to put up the mini blinds for the girls because they just you know they did their room mm-hmm. and we kind of had a mess here so we cleaned up and then elena's because she called she was talking to um, elena's uh she was talking to her cousin's wife and she's like hey why don't you come up and like 10 minutes later they were like all right we're on our way uh so we had company today which was dope and then um one of my buddies in fact uh, lurch today gabe came to the crib i gave him my bed and he was saying that he was seeing our stuff on the grab and he was like you and he 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 said he said yo gabe and theo you having me rolling cuz
3: (laughs) <laughs> so
2: Lurch was here um, as well for a little while, and I uh, we popped some champagne. We had a bottle of rose, and you know, mm. sipped on you know some champagne, which was nice. And the kids were running around. and you everybody just left at about eight twenty-five. That's why I was like, oh shit! When I checked, I I knew I knew we were scheduled to be on today. And and you sent the uh, invitation out for eight, but we always do it at nine. Yeah, I was confused. Yeah, yeah. Gabe said in between 8.30. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah, yeah, about 8.30 I'll be ready. So everybody left. Um, So I'm good, man. I'm up. I'm on vacation. That's what's up. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, man. It was a a rough four days, man, with that that back pain. And even now still, I think, um, you know, I'm still getting some residuals. It's intermittent. It's not as often or as frequent as it was. But they're there, um, so I'm grateful for that. And I think my haircut helped a lot. Look good, feel good. I was looking like yeah, yeah. shit, you know. So once I got out the barbershop, shop, I felt like a million bucks. People were um, immediately complimenting me, and I was like, oh, "Okay, thank you, man. You know, because you know, you know, so you look good, feel good, man. You know, take care of yourself, man."
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, I had a, yourself, I had an interesting day today. Had some of uh, uh, one of those uh, THC cookies today.
2: Nice, nice. And uh,
1: it was a long journey. It was uh, yo. It made me throw up. Have you ever had that happen to you before? Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've
1: never had that happen.
0: One time, but I made, I made uh, a marijuana Alfredo and a pound cake and a, uh, a sheet of brownies, rice crispy treats, and uh, cookies, and smoking with my friend AJ, and we ate all this stuff. Oh my god! In a very short amount of time, and. I've never, I took harder than I ever have on acid.
1: Yeah, it was State pretty world. bad today.
0: <laughs> I vomited. <laughs> it was
1: like, it was crazy. I, I, I vomit wow. like four times in a row, like just waiting there. And it was just, it was like I, I purged, yo, I just purged everything. I was like, yo, this wasn't this was horrible. I've never had this done before. I was like, yo, what happened? What did I do wrong?
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I want to try this. like so yeah. It's not like a, it's not like a no you're burning the flour kinda huh. You're eating um, it and you're strapped on for six hours or five hours, you know.
0: It's like smoking an ounce all at once. Yeah. On there's,
1: no, there's no gauging. <laughs> there's just that's it, just put there's your no. sleeper on.
3: There's that's no fun. I wanna try yeah.
1: that one. Maybe. No backing oh, well. out. <laughs> then you exhale. So I had sure. I had more, but I can't I was told not to talk about it, but I didn't eat it all alone. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Oh, it was world. it was beautiful though. It was one of those things oh. that we were in a different vibe and we were just talking and it was it was interesting. I learned a lot today. I learned a lot. Oh, beautiful, man. man. This was another member of your tribe. Yeah, yeah. Another member oh, of the tribe.
2: Beautiful. Oh, beautiful, man. Beautiful, beautiful. You man. know, I felt like I was a little bit weird, but you know, You're that's so just paranoia. Good, that's who we are, man. Yo, cause. You, can you give me a good mushroom story of yours, man? A, oh, a word! A, a terrifying one and a happy one. Can okay. you give me the both both sides okay, of the coin? Yeah,
0: two of the most amazing I've ever had. And one was frightening, and the other one was completely like mind boggling.
2: Um, okay, okay what do you want to start?
0: Let's start with the, with the horrible one first, because it's funny. I got questions. Oh, well, this, after this is a
2: mushroom. This is a mushroom psilocybin confessional. With kunga, I well, okay. kunga. Got okay, kunga.
0: Did you want to ask a question first? No, I have questions afterwards. Oh, okay. So I was eighteen, and I was uh, my friend Dave was a bouncer at the Zodiac Strip Club in New Paltz, New York, and he. Uh, I used to go there and hang out with him. I got a quarter of some really good mushrooms Mm. and we split it in half and we, we ate it. And, uh, this shit was like dipped in acid or something. It was so strong. Damn. But, uh, we didn't really think about what we were doing when we did it, but we're in a strip club and this is like, we're just thinking, oh yeah, halogen lights and black lights, it should be pretty cool, man i don't i don't suggest anyone ever go to a strip club tripping on mushrooms or any kind of (laughs) 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 tell me it was like it was like night of the living dead you know what i mean like i felt like i was talking to walking corpses like that was like the makeup and just like you know they're worn out you know what i mean like like, they've been they've been just like completely like you know sapped of life by society and, and it's like We were both like, we were like both hiding in the corner, like, "Oh my god, why did we do
2: this here? We gotta get the fucking these bitches are fucking frightening. Like, (laughs)
3: like what are we gonna do? You know, like
2: so." Well, let me tell you, I went to the Zodiac not on mushrooms, and I felt the same fucking way. (laughs) These bitches have buck fifties and gunshot wounds.
0: (laughs) You can imagine, like these aren't these aren't.
2: Good strippers, you <laughs> know. These are like they definitely they,
0: they, they're like people who just decided to strip but didn't really have any of the qualifications to do so, but they did it anyway.
2: They definitely didn't have access to the library.
3: No, there was a library <laughs> for them. <laughs> That's
2: a good one. Oh man. So, I'm sorry, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, that was. I mean, it was just like it was really like it was like four hours of like. And I don't know, we couldn't really, I didn't want to leave him there because he was working. And you know the place was dead because we were eating mushrooms and we obviously knew nobody was coming in. So we're just (laughs) there with these girls and it's just like, oh no, this is horrible. Why did we do this? And it it was just like, oh, it was really... I, I wanna,
1: I wanna be alone. Like, so, you yeah,
0: know. The best, That's the thing I learned about mushrooms. It's like you have to, you're, you're, where you're gonna be and who you're gonna be with. Like, those Set
1: and setting. Yeah.
0: yeah, Set yeah and setting gotta, is important. got gotta. gotta, gotta I've, trust me, I've been, I've, I've been in the police station on acid, so I know about settings. You know, like. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> me and he got popped in front of fucking McPete's back in the day because me, him, and Wallace were all standing by our phone. All right, and me and me and feet were like yo let's drop some asses. so we both took a hit so uh we're standing by the phone and all of a sudden the phone rings this is a this is back before cell phones obviously we're like yeah, yeah. You know, 17 18 uh so i pick it up and it's like the guy's like why are you standing there and i'm like who the fuck is this and he's like why are you standing there and i hung up on him and then then lurch picks the phone up and he starts antagonizing the guy because that's how lurch is a lot he'll just fucking you know He's a comedian, so he was like really giving it to this guy hard. And then he hung up on him, and all of a sudden, two cop cars pulled out of nowhere. And it was them. The cops were calling us on the fucking phone, fucking with us. <laughs> 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 so we were like, "What the fuck?" So me and Fear is standing there. I'm like, "Oh shit!" And I had two bags of weed. I had this like pullover with a pouch, like you know, kangaroo pouch. And the cop shoved his hand into my pocket and pulled out weed like it was a rabbit out of a hat. And I was tripping my face off. And he was like, you're under arrest. And me and Fear are both getting handcuffed. And I'm like, yo, I'm like, wait. I'm like, I looked at Fear, I'm like, what's going on? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, yo,
3: what's going on right now? And the
0: cop was like, you were going to sell this. I'm like, oh, no, 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 I'm a drug addict. Everybody in my family
2: is
3: <laughs> He was like,
0: I get all mad.
3: <laughs>
0: Stick your hand
2: back in <laughs> there. What else
0: you're going to pull out?
3: <laughs> so they take me to
0: the station for my possession charge. And... B and all of them are just like out. B didn't get arrested. They ended up letting him go, because I took the credit. I was like, it's all mine. So just bring me to the police station. So they fucking, they brought me to the police station. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, and I you, this is the, I don't know if you've ever been in a police station, but it was tile floors with halogen lights. It was the best place in the world to be. Not asking. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, man. I'm like, this is, I looked at the cops, I'm like, this is the nicest police station I've ever been in.
3: <laughs> they were
0: just looking at me like, what the fuck? No. So I'm like, I'm doing this and shit. I'm like, whoa, yeah, this is good.
3: <laughs>
0: so they just like gave me my ticket and let me go. And I walked out of the police station and I stuck my hand in his like side pocket and I had a joint. So I fucking <laughs> put it up right there and just walked away <laughs> <Went laughs> I'm <downstairs. laughs> like, why didn't you come skip me at the police station he's like i'm not going to the police station
3: i'm tripping <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't class. i don't think
1: yeah. i'll be able to contain myself I, I would give up i would just surrender
0: yeah I, see that's the thing I is can't. Like, that's i've been meditating so long
3: mm-hmm.
0: that i can't like my acid was always a really easy, even bad trips i was able to like the worst the worst acid trip I, I thought i was like i thought i was gonna get eaten by demons oh my god i was at a, i I'd never heard death metal music before oh lord I went to a party with again with this is dave again he's like let's go to a party so we go there and we're sitting in this old barn and, and there's like little candles lit and shit and I, I had just taken three hits of acid and then told <laughs> after that that they were actually triple dipped so it was Ooh. ten hits of acid most acid I've ever taken in my life. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna trip good tonight, yeah, yeah. yeah." (laughs) I mean, like the sky, I looked up at the sky at one point and it looked like the Wheel of Fortune. Like one star in the middle was standing still and all the other stars were spinning around it. And I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. I was smoking weed. I I had an ounce of weed in in between my lap. I was just rolling joints and smoking them back to back. These two girls like wandered up on me, and were sitting on each side of me. It's like I was like rolling joints and handing them, them and smoking. them. I <laughs> kept smoking. I, just, I smoked like a half ounce in like twenty minutes. I swear, I just kept smoking, <sighs> which made me trip harder. Oh, not I thought I was gonna bring myself down, and learn the hard way. So I went inside, and then this people came on stage, and they literally started playing this music. And I don't know if you ever heard death metal, but it's like raw, <sharp>
2: yeah, 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 raw, <sharp> <Yeah>. raw,
0: <sharp> And like there's no way to dance to that so everybody's kind of swaying to it and like i'm tripping so hard that they're swaying is like 30 bodies like oh my the whole
3: god. So
0: it's, like a, it's like the whole room is full of people but it's just like blurred swaying and i'm like and i looked at the guy up there and i was like oh my god these are demons and i was like <laughs> all those people are possessed so i got up and snuck out of this place like photo was sneaking out i was like i got outside <laughs> And then I got to the trail and I started walking off the property and I could have sworn that they were behind me with like torches, like, you know, like, <laughs> like, like fire torches, like coming after me. I'm like, fuck. And I got to the road and my friend Macho and Rachel, Macho was like one of my tripping partners, pulled up on a car out of nowhere. It was like magic. Like this and stopped right in front of me. And I'm like, I got in the car. I sat down and said, like, "Macho, I'm having a really bad trip right now. I was just being chased by demons." I was like, "You need to Are you get talking mad about out. big macho." Yeah, macho. Yeah, and he goes, yeah, "He's man, driving." He, he turns around. I'm in the back seat. He goes, "Okay," and then tr- started driving, and I was fine.
2: <laughs> was- oh my god! <laughs> I was like, "Oh!" That was- Shout <laughs> out, macho man! Shout out the macho man! Clutch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I love him. That's yeah. classic. Yeah. So we were talking about our, our mushroom trip, okay, and I just ahead. want clarity. Go ahead. Huh? Okay, go ahead. Uh, yeah, no, I just want clarity. I still have to tell the good one. <laughs> oh, good. So just for clarity, how many mushrooms did I eat that day? Oh, Keep I it have, a buck. I want to say close to a half ounce. Okay, beautiful. Now, when I was tripping in the, and you put me in the backyard, what was I doing? Oh, God. Do you uh, remember? I don't I don't remember I was I went inside Yeah, you sure did yeah, <laughs> yeah, and every time you came out I was just laughing my fucking ass off Oh no, you yeah, yeah
0: yeah no you were you were like
2: <laughs> like you got really
0: just, like, excited it was, it was I was like wow I've never seen anybody ship like that <laughs> it was, like, <laughs> it was it's fucking like, it awesome. med- it's like he takes it's like he takes speed like he gets like energy yeah,
2: yeah. from it like I yeah.
0: take much mushrooms I'm like
2: <laughs> <laughs> melting I'm just, like running lap <laughs> yeah, I'm like that now, and now I understand why, because uh, I think, uh, you know, I just have a, I, I know those things
3: that
2: uh, <laughs> so you got to respect, you got to respect the medicine, boss, because them shits will, will make you respect them. Oh, no, you know, no,
0: they'll definitely still bend you right over and just like, you know, give it to your heart.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, and you're going to like it, man. You're going to have no choice. Yeah, no
3: choice.
2: <laughs> I, I like to think
1: that their intentions are good, you know what I'm saying, good or bad trip, you're going to learn something great about yourself, you Oh yeah, but they do it in a scary way though.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely.
1: I'm not ready for that.
0: I learned the one thing. I learned from that party though is that you being in the right place when you're tripped, Like you don't go if you don't know what this what's going on at a place you're going to. Don't take any hallucinogens. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to be satin,
2: surprised. Satin. Satin. I've been it's like on acid,
0: I've been on acid at, like at uh like I went to a, a party where everybody was taking X. Ex- and I took acid before I went because I didn't take ecstasy at that point. I never had tried it before. So this was like in uh, early twenties, so I was like, uh, I'm not taking ecstasy. Fuck that. I already got. I've already done enough drugs. So I'm gonna just stick with the acid. So
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was, it was like fun. It was like being around people. They all look like Marlon Brando. They all are like grinding their teeth. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> this
3: is fucking weird.
0: But this one guy came there who's like mad thuggy and like he was on. He, he was on, on ecstasy and he was like trying to like punk everybody in the room or some shit so he walked up to me and he started fucking with me and there was a kid standing next to me and i was like i'm like hey what's going on i'm like i'm on acid and he goes oh he's like oh i want acid and i'm like and this kid was sitting next to me he goes i have some here and he gave it to him I'm like oh he's candy flipping this guy's fucked like that's it he like <laughs> passed out in the corner was like shaking for a little while like it was kind of scary you know like oh shit but then like they drug him outside into the lawn and left him there so, I mean, <laughs> he woke up later. He was fine. He was actually a lot nicer after that, too. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. What was right, it? So tell us about the good well, one. The good okay. story, yeah.
0: That was while I was I was living in um, in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And I was living with these two chefs. And one night, I, I, I asked them to get me a, some mushrooms. I got a, an eighth. And I had this like planned out, like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. Don't ever do this anybody, all right? Seriously, I put on uh, like three layers of clothes and then I got in a sleeping bag and went to sleep after eating the mushrooms without it even kicking in. Like, just mm. ate it and went to sleep. I had the most amazing experience though. I probably would, probably should have died, but I don't know why I didn't, but this is probably why. The whole night, this is what my dream was. I was laying somewhere in this woman's lap who was blue and (laughs) glowing and she just sung in some language I've never heard the entire night over me. The most beautiful thing I've ever heard. I just stared up at her the whole night. That was my dream. I woke up in the morning drenched in sweat, like all the water in my body was like out of my body and in the actual fucking clothes I was wearing and was like, holy shit, I've never had an experience like that. Ever That's again. crazy.
1: That's crazy.
0: That's enough. some ill shit, cause was, like,
1: was. that I,
2: the last time you tripped?
0: No, but that was the last time I tripped like that. I mean, <laughs> I, I took I took mushrooms like I think for a year more after that, and then after that, it's, my body started rejecting it. I can't eat mushrooms anymore. My, my body treats it like poison, and just I just end up pissing it out. So I spend four hours just drinking water, mm. not even trip. I don't know if it's because of all i ate a lot or because i did a lot of lsd too i don't know what or was my body changed i think i became allergic to it in some sense because it's like a sport you know so i don't know but ever since then and i just stopped doing acid because i was like well you know there's only so much acid you can do before you actually go crazy <laughs> i had yeah. a friend cheese Whiz. we all know cheese Whiz, i'm sure everybody knows the cheese we just took too many hallucinogens and they just never, they
2: never went back to normal. You know, like what <laughs> do you, now? Uh, w- w- is that what they mean by somebody being stuck in a bad trip? No, I think it's more like what they call a burnout. It's like mm. when you
0: burn out, your serotonin in your in your brain, you can't yeah. more. You're stuck in this, like really, like they talk really slow, oh, man. You know, like See that. The, the, yeah, yeah. Like that, like, like at that temple, like it's just like really really just like uh burnt out you know you can you can fuck up your brain with this shit if you overdo it <clears throat> anything where you're producing a high level of serotonin and all these other drugs that's what you're doing when you're uh you know when you're taking dmt or you're you're causing other chemicals in your body to be produced at a mass scale you know, and that's what gives you the hallucination hallucin- like hallucinating and the, the physical sensations these are all chemicals that are being cascaded from your in your yeah.
3: brain—you're
0: being flooded. So, like, you can strain that, you know. So, it's mm-hmm. important that you do things with respect. And, you know, like, as he said, there's a lot of reasons why you should respect those. That's mm-hmm. for sure.
2: So, so, hard. what
0: do you, what,
2: what do you think about, um, what do you think they're good for, like mushrooms, like, what, what, what are they good for?
0: Oh, they're good for so many different things. I mean, even LSD is good, you know, like. I, I think I had better results. I had amazing experiences with, with mushrooms, don't, mind, don't, don't get me wrong, but the things that I came to the things I, I, I learned to do because of acid with my mind uh, changed me in my life. It had a big, huge, a huge effect on my spiritual, my spiritual path, you know, and I think it was it was an, it was essential, like, uh, for me to do that. You know, it really taught me. It taught me about, you know, the reality in general. Like, this, like how fabricated this whole thing is. Like, when you see, when you see, like, when you open a door and you look outside and you're in the mountains and you see the grass, but it looks like the ocean and it's waves. I'm mm-hmm. talking big waves, and you are like, wow, like that's how easy it is to completely change how we see things. Like. This is all projection. Like, there's nothing. Like, there's obviously a, a physical world out there, kind of, but we're still the way that we see it. That's us. It's all us. I've seen, well, I've seen like fucking shit melt in front of me. Like, <laughs> like, like, yeah, man. Like, crazy things where it's like, our, we're we're projecting a lot of, them, you know, of how we see things, and then, and, and I'm sure we really tapped into it and we really raised our, our consciousness to a higher level you wouldn't see the world like this anymore at all the world wouldn't see you anymore probably either <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah right you know what i mean like who knows like how that works
1: so do you so, think that those medicines kind of cause you to vibrate at a higher rate this Is why you see those beautiful colors and everything?
0: I think they, are, they give you the ability. I think there's a couple things going on. I think they give you the ability. Like, your brain's already seeing all this. Like, mm-hmm. your brain sees... they I've seen different calculations of this, but pretty much 400... Let's say, let's go with the one. 400, 400 million to 400 billion bits of information every second. You're only aware of, like, 2,000 of those bits. Mm-hmm. 2,000 out of all those buildings. So there's all kinds of shit going on that we're not perceiving because we just can't handle it. Yeah. So take acid, those filters that are protecting you from what's happening around you all the time Yeah, because it would just blow your mind. Like we don't take, as human beings, we're not, some of us are better than others, but we don't really deal with like difference and like, uh, and change very well. So like we're, we're not really emotionally ready to deal with the magnitude of reality itself what's mm-hmm. actually happening. so we kind of shield ourselves like producing this one specific wavelength but there's other things you know there's yeah. things and there's other universes so like we're also like quantum computing we're able to like we could see other dimensions other universes there are infinite universes so you could see into them i think do you, that's think, why- do you
1: think that that medicine that we take allows us to see those other universes like these things are completely out of this world the things that you see when you're on a trip and and also i had a a little theory this past week or two about when you are in this world this realm do you think that they can see you like they know you're there like you ever Uh, seen entities before yeah i think i oh i've seen things without drugs so, <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's talk about why you're on them. Like, don't you think that
0: they, they can see you, like you're allowed a certain amount of time? It's possible. Face? I think so. I think it's possible. I think maybe, especially when you're able, if you're able to perceive something, then it's, there's a good chance they can perceive you. Yeah. You know, like It's just the way, but if you can't perceive something, then it's a good chance that they're not perceiving you either. You know what I, I mean? Felt, so. I felt like on my last show that there was something there.
1: Like there was someone like managing the production of the, the the visuals I was having. Like I felt like there was someone there, like, like an orchestrator, like, 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 an, like he was checking in, like there was a little door like open up for the head and he was looking in to make sure everyone is doing their part to make this experience great. And it happened that another vision I had, like I felt like someone was just, I couldn't focus on that person, but I know that they were there and they were just kind of checking in to see how everything's going. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably a little bit too chaotic. I mean, uh, psychotic for people who may be listening right now, but you know, you know, you know.
0: that's so i say. We're, we're surrounded by other entities all the time. Spirits yeah. and gods and all kinds of modes of life all around us. I mean, and some are good and some are, you know, it's like people. It's like when you walk into the city, you're surrounded by people and some of them are cool and some of them aren't, you know, yeah. it's, thing. You're going to find it everywhere, you know? So, really, like, where you're at, where your mind is at, is the type of things that are going to be attracted to you. So, if you're shitty, there's probably a lot of shitty beings that's, like, hanging out with you that you can't yeah, see.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Exactly. <laughs>
1: you're going to get shitty things happen to you, you know? Yeah, Depends no, what you fine. give your energy to. Yeah.
0: So, it's fucking crazy. Same thing, though. goes with the good. If you're good, then good beings are going to be attracted to you. They're you know, to
1: to help you. We still have a lot to go, uh, Dirty Doorman. We still have to try ayahuasca. We still got to try,
3: you oh, know. Yeah, I got um, you in
0: for that already. You know
1: that. Yeah. We
3: got to go oh out there.
2: Oh, my God. I get like, yeah, help me. <laughs> 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 help me. <laughs> help me. Um,
1: what's the other one? The cactus. That's uh peyote. peyote. Yeah. Pretty, yeah.
0: yeah that's yeah. interesting. That's too, like, those are, that's definitely, those are both definitely really have it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I gotta try it. Uh, oh, that you! Awesome. I just wonder how strong it might be. Like,
0: oh, ayahuasca I ayahuasca scares the shit because <laughs> you're there
1: for five hours on this high.
3: You know, that's oh, a lot.
0: I, yeah, I don't know about that. That's scary. Yeah,
2: it's and my friend
0: Nava said she went down to South America and she did it. I wish we could get her on a video too. She went to she went down to to South America and did it and. Uh, he came into contact with these beings called the ant people which are this is real shit. Uh there's a there's a in in old native american uh war which is really history they Uh they believe that the reason why they survived the the ice age was because these beings called the ant people and the lizard people put them underground to their to their underground cities and let them live there while the ice age was happening and then when it was over, brought them back up and redistributed them, let them go all over in North America.
3: Mm-hmm. So a lot
0: of these Native Americans were hanging out with the ant people for a long time. They're basically insect humanoids, which is, I'm fascinated with that shit. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to meet them, you know?
1: <laughs> well, you, the way shit is going, you might meet them soon. You know? I
0: know. I'm excited. <laughs> is, that's the
1: next thing. That's what we're waiting for, for next. You. That's all we're waiting for next. So I was going to get a, a telescope the other day. They're pretty oh, yeah. cheap. They're pretty
2: cheap. They're not that expensive. <laughs> Nobody good- wants to look up anymore, man. they rather nah. just Google
1: it. They- oh, you know what? Did I send you the picture of... Last week on Friday, I have an overwhelming feeling that I wanted to go upstairs at like 9 o'clock at night to look at the stars. And I was like, oh, who knows? I might find a UFO, I said. But I didn't find a UFO. I actually... I don't know. It was kind of scary. It was a cloud. Was that like, the cloud? Oh, that yeah. was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. You awesome. You Shokunga.
2: Yeah, Shokunga. I,
1: I don't know if I could though. Let me see. Text it to me. I'll text it to you right now. Hold on.
2: I, I it, peeped it right away. Yeah, it was.
1: It was freaking beautiful, and I got chills because I, you know, I felt like that was for me. You know, I was it like, was, yo, man. you know, the universe is friendly. That, the universe is friendly. Uh, all right, I'm sending it right now. It looks like a Buddha face, like a I don't know. Yves she sees like a an indigenous uh, person, someone of color. I don't know. I see Buddha. That shit, but it, yeah, that it, sure, it was it was dope. It was amazing. Um,
2: <clears throat> but I actually went up to the see if I could see UFOs. <laughs> yeah, it's like every time I, you know, I've gone out several times and. Um, that's wild. And I've caught shooting stars, you know, and I'm mm. like, man, that was for me. Like, I'll be standing outside with my wife and I'll catch one. And I'm like, man, did you see that? And yeah. No. And I'm like, fuck. That was that all just, for you. That I, told, for I told you about the UFOs.
0: That's all right. And yeah, let's I'm, talk about I it.
1: I want to go over there. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go visit. I want to see UFOs. I'm going to have a shirt that says, take me with you. <laughs> I am your father.
3: <laughs>
1: Take me to your leader.
2: Show me to your
3: leader.
1: <laughs> we mean no harm,
2: and hey, we mean no harm to your planet. That'd be awesome to say to them. Where did Kungo uh, go? Yeah. He fell off. What happened? Where he went? Nah, he's probably going to get some bamboo paper. Oh shit! Yeah, he smokes a lot of trees. I gotta go to work tomorrow. Can't believe it, yo. Yeah. What are you doing? Monday, Wednesday, Friday, All right. Monday and Wednesday. um, No, you could just sit right there.
0: You want to hear the, the the craziest UFO? Sorry. Yes, Yes. I do. All right. I was, uh, 19 years old. I was, I was dating this girl named Kimberly elder. Her father, her grandfather was like a 32nd degree Mason or something. Um, I was standing in front of her house oh her, yeah I was standing in front of her house it was like I'd say one in the morning smoking a cigarette staring at the sky and I see a fucking dot in the sky right and then I oh I'm in a sopus, which is in between it's like you know, that, that road
2: I like that sound I like and that sound
0: I'm doing in, in Duval, you know that road mm-hmm.
2: so I love it so there
0: Star-Cash road right across the street is this like Christian monastery and um. I'm looking up at the sky and i'm t- there's there's no light pollution so i can see this thing it's like it looks like it's vibrating but it's like moving really fast back and forth like that and, I, and i'm looking at it and i'm like what the fuck is that so i put my finger up and put it over right over it in the sky so i could see if it moves past my finger and i and it did so i moved my finger and the thing shot across the sky and i was like what the fuck this happened so i then i put my finger back up and it shot across the sky in the other direction and I was like, "Is this thing following my finger right now?" So I put crazy. my finger up, and I started going like this in the sky, and making circles. And it started going <laughs> through the sky. And I'm like, "This thing is like in the atmosphere. Like it's not any new. It's like a point of light in the sky, right?" That's yeah. It. Right. And I'm like, this is, so I started. I did. I did zigzag, and it went, It. It did everything that my finger did. All right. It was following my fingertip. So I'm like, this is crazy and my girlfriend comes out at the time and she sees me pointing at the sky and she's like what the fuck are you doing and i'm like (laughs) look and she sees me do it and she's like oh shit let me try and she did it and it started following her finger i'm like yo if this thing can fucking see us in pitch black dark right now to the point they can see our fucking finger it can definitely hear us and i was like yo if you can hear me go up and down for no and left and right for yes and I was like, can you hear me? And it went up and down, da- It went, you know, uh, left and right for no and up and down for yes, like that, you know, like shake yeah, your head. Yeah, yeah. You know. So I, it went up and down for yes. And I was like, oh shit, I was like, okay. I was like, so are you a reptilian? And they were, and it went up and down for yes.
3: Mm.
0: I, was, I was like, uh, is there gonna be a point in my life where everyone knows without a doubt that extraterrestrials are on this planet? And it said, yes. And then I was like, can you take me? And I was like, right now, pick me up. And it was like, no. And I was <laughs> like, <clears throat> I was like, um, are you going to eat me? <laughs> and they were like, no. <laughs> I asked the questions for like at least a half hour, just anything that I could, come up, anything I could come up with. But it was like, it was intense. Like i never, I've never had anything like that happen again. But two weeks later, I saw it again, right across the street. Me and her were there in, in the Christian monastery, like in the courtyard walking around. And there was a big, fucking light in the sky and I was, she was like what the hell is that I'm like oh that's Mars so we're walking and she goes uh baby Mars is flying away and I looked up and Mars went <laughs> and it wasn't Mars it stopped in front of us and it went out
3: mm. it just went out
0: and then all of a sudden it came back on and it was like bobbling around in the sky and it got really really bright like it looked like a sun at one point it was mm. like it flared up and then it went out again and then it came back on and she fucking shit her pants and started crying and ran the other yeah. direction. Smart I, girl. I went towards it. <laughs> I'm like, come on, pick me up. This is bullshit. This is good. <laughs> Fuck this.
3: I'm ready to Show go. Show me to your leader.
2: I don't even care. I leave her here. Fuck her. <laughs> you got bitches up there? You got bitches up there? Anything.
0: Place weed.
2: That's funny, man. So, yeah, that was the, that and
0: after that i was just like i i knew there was some shit going on on this planet that people didn't know about you know and that this this ufo things is real i mean like if i didn't see it myself i'd, I'd still be skeptical i mean even with all of the things because i've done a lot of research on this and there's a lot of crazy shit that's happened and there's a lot of people who have seen these things so it's like but having seen it myself it's like it's, there's no doubt in my mind that there are extraterrestrials on this planet right Mm-hmm. And that whole time you know, always, always, and forever, you know. And the universe is overpopulated. There's a lot of beings, like there's a ton of beings in this galaxy.
1: So you're so saying that we're going to get depopulated
2: somehow?
0: I, I think that uh, that's if, if we're stupid and we fall we fall for the stupidity of uh, of of those, those people who want to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to happen. It happened once already. It happened once during the time of of of, uh, of what they call the, the, the when the Anunnaki were here the first time. They mm. depopulated the planet. You know, the that's great what, flood. Yeah, all that. The, it wasn't just a flood. They sent down. They sent down viruses. They sent down. They 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 burned everybody up. They fucking did. They took sulfur and fucking threw it in the air and set everyone on fire. They did crazy shit. They nuked a couple places.
1: Have right? you ever they, seen? Um, What's that movie, Prometheus?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the the pre the prequel to Alien.
1: Yeah, yeah. How no. in the how in the beginning they had the the people that created the humans, the engineer, yep. and that uh, mm-hmm. was it the android? Maybe it's the second part because it's the second part to that one. He released like this virus down on the earth or whatever, and it started eating and killing people yep. just to depopulate. I guess they weren't happy with the creation, or they just wanted to depopulate. Uh, the Earth, but well, that was pretty crazy. That, that, that kind of resonated with me a little bit.
3: Well, you gotta you gotta think
0: about it like this. Look, think of it like this. Like, what do we do with our environment? How do we treat our environment? Like, we, we
1: abuse it. Like, for we, instance, don't, we pollute it.
0: Like, let's say for instance, deer. Right? we have a custom in, in in this country and in the world where we every year we have a deer season? A season when you can go out and shoot deer and eat them. Why? So they don't become overpopulated. Why? Because when something becomes overpopulated, it dies. It, it completely goes extinct. See what I'm saying? So if if the amount of if if there's no way to mean if the resources don't match the the growth of whatever it, what it is we're talking about, it will it will kill itself off on its own. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then it'll be completely gone. So in the same way, these beings, they see things from a different perspective. They're not looking at us like we look at ourselves like we're the smartest thing on the planet. They're smarter than us, so they look at us kind of like we look at deer. You know, like they're like, oh, you know, we look at deer as being inferior to us. Therefore, we have to help them by shooting them.
3: <laughs> <You know? laughs> so fucked up. But the thing, uh, yeah, is yeah.
0: if we as human beings, if we evolve, right to the point where we give up this petty pursuit of capitalism and and with one another to survive, and we actually work together to get off of this planet to actually go and explore the stars and be like other extraterrestrials that are already doing this, you know. We could we it doesn't matter how much we populate because we could always create more places to live. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. We work together. If we took all, all the money that we put into the military and all the resources we put into the military and all this other bullshit that we do that—if we put all our time and effort into that instead of watching TV, you know, like we would be already in another galaxy exploring it. Mm-hmm. You know, we wouldn't have to do all this petty bullshit and like war and all this other shit that we have to deal with. I mean, we probably would end up running into like some space fucking pirates, but that's besides the point. You know, like that's a whole other—we're <laughs> not
2: even going to go with what's going on in space right now. It's really crazy. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I man, when I was a kid, I always wanted to go to space camp. Yeah, me too. I, to I wanted to be an astronaut. Space camp, bro. I wanted to go to space I camp. I wanted to be an astronaut until I saw the Challenger blow up, and I was like, "Nah,
0: <laughs> I guess I'll just
2: be a CIA agent."
0: <laughs> I remember that shit. Damn, happened.
2: We, we we yeah, we watching it in school. We were in school yeah, yeah, watching yeah.
0: it. Teacher turned the TV off and acted like nothing happened. I'm yes. looking at him. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I just saw that thing blow up.
3: Yeah, sure it did. It was a big deal. I don't know how deal. to
0: process that right now. What does that mean?
2: Like,
3: <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna make it. it.
2: <clears throat> the big deal was like, yeah, there's a teacher actually going up into space. Yeah. And I remember them rolling the TV in the room, like everybody, like we never had TVs in our school, but this day we had TVs. Why okay. did they show us that? Yeah. Did they okay. know that was going to happen? No. But
1: I remember watching that also when, like you said, you saw it go down. You're like, uh, was that supposed to happen? What were the people on the ship?
2: Yeah, imagine explain. the people watching watching um watching uh when jfk got killed on national tv right
3: mm-hmm.
2: that was yeah. probably fucking. that was pretty too. gruesome
3: pretty gruesome yeah, man. Yeah, man.
2: how you making out over there what time is it time check 10 11. oh 10 11 10 11 12 you ready to wrap it
1: yes sir let's wrap it up All i think right. kunga let me ask you kunga before we go um how is the youtube channel coming along
0: well i mean right now i'm just in the um, the collecting of data stage okay it's coming i'm waiting i'm waiting. i have a mic coming on probably like next week sometime okay so once that's nice. the mic then i can actually start doing like the first part of it i mean i have to i have to build i have to actually write a script for this right now because what i'm what i'm doing is the the uh the history of biowarfare
3: mm-hmm.
0: and i just every day i find something else to, like i mean i've been i've found some really disturbing crazy like this even things that don't have to do with biowarfare but this has to do with like viruses and all this other shit like get this shit. i found a file a cia file that obviously they stole from russia at some point it was translated out of russian into english and it was a russian scientist basically Talking about how he was able to take a virus and turn it into a bacteria. And he was able to take a bacteria and turn it into a virus.
3: Mm.
0: Like somehow chemically, I don't know, I didn't understand. I'm not a scientist, but that's still crazy. And even the even the people that were like talking about this in the CIA were like, Yeah, we've you know we've never even heard this is this goes against everything we thought about about yeah, viruses. Yeah. Then another Russian scientist said he took viruses, specific ones and put them in a boiler a Boiled them for 40 minutes and then took them out, and they were fine. Hmm. I believe that. If you look at well, this is crazy though, like if you look it up, like you can't find anything about the life, like anything about viruses. Like, I, I was trying to study this shit last year, like about viruses before this all happened, and I couldn't find anything definitive on the life, the life, uh, like, like the life cycle of a, a virus because viruses aren't even alive. You know that right they're not living things no 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 they're just like pieces of matter they're like they're basically made up of like they're made up of a protein they're just mm-hmm. like they're, they're, they're closer and this is what these russian scientists were saying that viruses come about from decomposing life so like plants and animals decomposing that's where viruses come from yeah so i mean i mean because they're basically the pieces of rna so really what they really are they're closer to like little robots they're like they're like uh information
3: mm. they're
0: like pieces of information and that's why when they go into your body they they literally change your dna did you know that no viruses change every when viruses change your dna when viruses populate in your body they, they populate by turning you into the virus mm. that's, how, that's, why, they're, that's yep. why they're different they, they take your cells and deconstruct them and turn them into viruses and,
1: and this is why you need to have your own youtube channel because you to have a lot of information, and I can imagine it's going to be a ten-part series.
0: Oh yeah, I'm gonna each. I'm gonna break it down. I mean, I I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is it's gonna end up being like four hours or something. Like it's, even right now, like we'll
1: make sure that we get the proper um, promotion, especially over here, so everyone can listen to that. Oh
3: hell you know? yeah! Oh no, I,
1: I, I I know I subscribed the day that you put it up, so I was there. I just can't wait to see content on it.
0: Yeah yeah, I'm mm-hmm. excited about it. It's gonna be good it's 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 a it's a time-consuming thing i mean i spent a lot of i spent hours on the freedom of information act i don't know if you're on, on the cia website mm-hmm. going, going through and reading all these cia files yeah and i'm finding X, out all old stuff,
2: world star yeah. finding
0: all, <laughs> this, all this other crazy stuff about them using you know like psychics like having psychic a whole like network of psychics that they used and uh like uh, other things like this like secret airlines that they had called um oh what the hell is it called Project
2: Soul Plane.
3: Soul Plane.
0: They, <laughs> they ended up becoming air, American Airlines. American Airlines used to be a CIA uh a CIA air, uh air airline that mm-hmm. made public after they were done using it. Basically. They uh, to the way they make money. <laughs> powerful
2: shit. Clean. Powerful shit man. Ladies and gentlemen. You are now rocking <laughs> with the dirt dog.
1: What happened? <laughs> Did we freeze?
2: Oh, yeah, man. No, so nah, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're <such an>
2: asshole. <laughs> uh, oh man, another one in the books, man. Thank you, Kunga. Thank you, Absolute, for your time, man. Happy to be here. I'm happy um, that we all here together, man. Yeah, man. This was this was a good one, man. A lot of valuable information, Uh Kunga. I love you, cause Um Absolute, I love you. Um, I love you guys. This was dope. I I could stay on the phone with you all night, but I'm I'm slowly. I'm slowly losing steam over here, if you know what I'm talking about. You are now rocking. Oh, hold on I'm trying to get I'm trying to I'm trying to build up to it. I'm trying to build up to it. I'm trying to build up to it. Whoa, ladies and gentlemen, you are now rocking with the dirt dog. And my man, my mellow, my fellow, my intergalactic brother. Absolute I am, and I just wanna wanted- say thank you to both of
1: you guys i love both of you a lot and to anyone who's listening i love you guys too um and yeah stay tuned to the next episode conga conga
3: conga